This is The Devil's Share, the podcast of Duke Magazine. I'm senior writer Scott Hewler. Each year, Duke Magazine puts out a special issue where we get out of the way. We ask you, the Duke community, Duke alumni, staff, students, and faculty, to tell us stories, stories with a specific theme. This year's theme is realization. We asked you to tell us how some understanding, some life-altering awareness, made its way to you. Here's a story from Callie Beasley, who graduated from Duke in 2019 as a doctor of physical therapy. I met Callie because she was my physical therapist. All right, we're taking temperatures at the door. Even during a pandemic, going to a physical therapist has a comfort level to it. For record purposes, I know you were camping. I want to know when pain started, what it felt like, how long it lasted. A physical therapist is a doctor, but your time together lasts an hour. Sure, you talk about your injury, but while treatment goes on, you tend to talk to one another about just regular stuff. I woke up and made me eggs and sausage this morning. Yeah. And some watermelon. <laughs> it's a big breakfast <laughs> for a random Wednesday. The therapist talks to you, listens to you, right, touches you. Because you've you. got some numbness, I want to check sensations. So I'll be close your eyes. I'm going to touch the moving down. That it's interpersonal intimacy is part of what side. Beasley was looking for in her work. Though that's not how she started out. So I started my undergraduate career moving to Nashville, Tennessee, and went on an adventure. Beasley was a musician at home, at church, in college. I played guitar since I was six, Um, played classically. Suzuki trained for 12 or 13 years, and then picked up an electric guitar, picked up an acoustic electric. Um, started singing with the church and picked up electric bass at one point. I just, I piddled in a lot of it, but guitar was my thing. And went to Belmont University, which is one of the top music schools in the United States. Um, had a ball while I was in Nashville, but knew very quickly that I did not want to do music for a living, um, which was kind of heartbreaking once I got there, but also really enlightening. So it kind of freed me from having to practice all the time by myself. And I just realized really quickly that I wanted to work with people for my career more so than I wanted to spend it in solitude in a practice room getting ready to be a performer. Um, Loved to perform, but wanted to do something I could serve people in. Which reminded her of something. Apart from music, Beasley had excelled at sports which commonly leads to... Yes, I had multiple injuries. Um, First one was a knee injury with soccer. And that leads to physical therapy. My therapists were always much more invested than just, hey, here's how the bones and the anatomy works. And it was psychological, it was emotional, it was who am I in high school if I can't be an athlete? Like, what am I going to do in the meantime? And, I mean, they helped me through all of that. And they were just my physical therapist. But they became the people that I leaned on and depended on and wanted to come back and see. The feeling was mutual. And one of my therapists asked me what I wanted to do. And I told her I thought I wanted to be a music performer. And she said, that's great. And talked a little more about what my passions were. And she said, Callie, you really ought to consider this. You're, you've got the personality for it. Like, here's the things we see in you. So she kind of recruited me at a young age, but it took going to Nashville for me to think, I think she was right. Beasley had been born in North Carolina, 
and came back to North Carolina, transferred to a science school. Which was? I went to UNC and then I switched sides of the railroad. <laughs> and I'm very thankful for both of them. <laughs> but I loved Duke. Duke was very good to me and I had some really good professors and preparation heading out. Um, but my moment of realization was on one of my clinical rotations that they assigned me. Beasley had moved away from the music of Nashville to the science and interactions of her work as a physical therapist. So up until that point, I felt like I had always given up music in my mind. Like that was something that I sacrificed in order to become a physical therapist. And that was always, I mean, that was the plan. That was my decision. I didn't regret it at that point. Um, but it was something that I did recognize that I had lost. Um, and I was on a clinical rotation with a skilled nursing facility in Winston-Salem. And we worked with a World War II veteran that lived on campus with us who was one of my favorites. He was a crotchety old man that <laughs> always wanted to give me a hard time. He'd make my job hard, but he'd do it and kind of wink at me in the side. So we got to know each other really well, and he'd complain about everything we gave him, including making a lap around his apartment. So. We wanted to get him out of his wheelchair as much as possible, which took two people to do to get him up. And then it was a feat if we could get halfway around the first floor of his small apartment before he needed to sit down and rest. So as we were working to build his endurance and he was complaining and joking and wanting to quit, my clinical instructor said to him, okay, if you can make it six more steps to the piano stool, I'll let you sit down. And he had a piano right next to his kitchen. And I didn't know he played piano. I hadn't talked to my clinical instructor about anybody on campus that had played piano. It was just a stool that we were gonna sit on because his physical body needed a rest. And he said, okay, and he went six more steps. And when he got there, he got the reward of sitting down to rest. And then he opened up the cover to the keyboard and started playing the most beautiful song. Just like, like his old frail fingers had never lost it. It was like he was 21 again and was flying up and down the keys. And he sang, he started singing and the song was Edelweiss from The Sound of Music. And I'll never forget it. Edelweiss, Edelweiss. And my clinical instructor started singing harmonies over top of him. Small and white, clean and bright, you the singing, the music, was part of the therapy. It wasn't something separate, something she had to leave behind. And we did this for a solid 10 minutes of his physical therapy session. And I sat there and that was the moment I realized that I could combine my passions in this field. Like, Music is not something that I needed to leave behind. It's something that I can offer people should they need it or want it. Or and yes, she sometimes does that. It's a way to add in cognitive challenges to patients that have balance difficulties. Give them an extra challenge. Like if they know the words to a song while they have to stand with their feet together. Or can you shuffle side to side without falling over to the beat of this song. It like adds in an extra metronome. Or Seeing patients as more than bunches of symptoms made her realize that she brought to them more than a physical therapy degree. So that was the moment that I realized I could, I could combine my gifts to give a quality level of care to the patient that needs it. 
and maybe for herself, too. Next on The Devil's Share, Realization, we speak with Blake Tedder, who works with Duke Forrest. He too has a story with something of a two-part realization. Tedder suffered significant burns and learned from that. One was when I realized what it was like to be burned when I was in the hospital, kind of surfacing after a month and a half and going, oh, this is an experience I never could have imagined on my own. You have to go through it. That's one realization. And the other was how I got burned. It was the moment I realized I was going to die um, in, a, in a plane crash. Blake Tedder, next on Realization, on The Devil's Share, the podcast of Duke Magazine.